Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome everybody into the ESPN FC studios for this, the latest edition of the show. Alongside Craig Burley, Ali Moreno, I'm Sebastian Salazar. Great to have you with us. We'll get to Manchester City's victory over Copenhagen in the Champions League in just a bit. But let's start with Real Madrid, their trip to Germany. They picked up a 1-0 victory over RB Leipzig in the first leg of this Champions League knockout tie. Goal from Real Madrid coming in the second half. Brahim Diaz, a golazo. He would eventually actually come out of the match injured, though. So that's some bad news there. For Real Madrid controversy as well. Leipzig with a goal disallowed very early in this match after one of their players ruled to be offside and interfering with Andre Lunin, the Real Madrid goalie. Good time to welcome into the show our friend and colleague Jan Agafiortaf. Jan, we'll get to you uh, in just a second. Let's clear things up. What do we think about that call at the beginning of the game? <laughs> oh, that's technical stuff here. We are. Uh, penalty or no? Sorry? Penalty or no? What do you mean penalty? You mean offside? Uh, sorry, should have been a goal or no, yeah. <laughs> well, personally, I think it should have been a goal. Uh, I, I can see where people... Put it one way, if it was against Real Madrid and they'd lost this game, it'd be all over the Madrid papers tomorrow. Oh, conspiracy, UEFA, everybody, they're out to get us. Look, there is an element of argument, as Ali said. But when you look at the, <clears throat> the IFAB laws, it said if it, it's impacting the ability of a, an opponent to challenge or play the ball... And I think there's a really strong argument to suggest there is not a hope in hell that Lunin is getting, what, six, five, six yards across in a split second to, to stop this. I, it's given the officials an out, right? There is contact. He is not getting there in a month of Sundays. And I, I, I just feel it's uh, gone in Real Madrid's favor on this occasion. But you know, that's just my opinion. Jan, what do you think? Do Leipzig have a complaint here? Absolutely. I think this is... Uh, we, we know the goalkeeper are holy cows, uh, and I can never prove it, and that the linesman went for the offside for, for Sesco, I'm 100% sure. I think that when they made the analyze of that, they saved themselves. They said it was offside. I'm 100% sure, I repeat myself, that the linesman thought Sesco was offside. Their Le- Leipzig were robbed. They should have been 1-0 for them, 100%. Hmm. Generally, not the best performance from Real Madrid. And yet, not a surprising performance from Real Madrid. This is, again, the best example of one of those matches in which you go, how? Why did they win this game? They shouldn't have, but it is Real Madrid and it is Champions League, and somehow they always seem to find a way. The truth of the matter is that their most valuable player today, MVP performance, was Andre Luni. And if indeed your goalkeeper is your MVP, then you must have given opportunities and you must have been absorbing some pressure, which Real Madrid did. Real Madrid did not have control of this match. The strength of this team seems to be in the midfield. And yet today, a guy like Tony Cruz, the game bypassed him because Leipzig has sustained pressure. And whenever Real Madrid got out, they got out in transition. So the game was never under control for Real Madrid. Tony Cruz was never in control of the match for Real Madrid. And therefore, the game got stretched. It allowed Real Madrid to get out in transition. It allowed Vini to run freely in the second half and create a couple of opportunities. But on the whole, if you're Leipzig, you're looking at this and go, how did we lose this? How in the world did we lose this? And I'll tell you how they lost it. It's not new. There's a reason as to why Leipzig are outside of the top four right now in Bundesliga and as to why they've only won one game now in six matches since the start of 2024. They have difficulties in front of goal. For all the good things that they do in the attack, for all the chances they create, for all the half chances that they have, guess what? They're not efficient and they're not effective in front of goal. We cover Bundesliga, and let me just tell you, this is the same story that you see from Leipzig every weekend, in which they seem to create chances, they have 15 shots, they have shots on goal, they have opportunities, goalkeeper makes safe, they hit the post, they miss chances, they're not effective, they're not efficient, that's why they lose this game, and Real Madrid just kind of going to Leipzig, get the result they won, 
perhaps another performance, but it doesn't matter. One moment of brilliance from Brahim Diaz, great goalkeeper for Andre Luning, one nothing. And if you don't take the chances, there's one side that has a history of burying you because of it, and it is Real Madrid. But I, I want to go back to this uh, disallowed goal, because I, I think it's huge, because RB, Le RB Leipzig have shown that with Real Madrid's injuries that they have, and they added another one tonight, at least one in, in Brahim Diaz, that they can get at them. Now, whether they can take the chances remains to be seen. So that, that disallowed goal was huge. And what got me was the way the officials dismissed it very, very quickly. And, and not sending... And this is, the, this is a bugbear. This is yeah. the knockout stages of the Champions League. There had to be some element of debate. That was not a cut-and-dry offside. Automated, exactly. oh, automated offside, cut-and-dry. No. Send the match official over to the monitor and let, as, as the top official and at the game, let him make a decision when he has 30 seconds to look at it and go, uh, actually, what, you know, I think he's impeding the goalkeeper or I don't think he's impeding him. But at least let the match official, Jan, go and make a determination. Go on, I Jan. Think it's yeah, I think it's interesting, the analysis of, of Al, because, of course it is. Leipzig is doing what they've done in the Bundesliga later, they haven't been in the best form. Real Madrid has done as they've done every time in Champions League. Remember some a couple of three years ago, or a couple of years ago, they won the Champions League, and every round they somehow found a way. But we can't discuss that performance without thinking of Real, uh, RB Leipzig not getting the 1-0. And I'm not saying this is a cover-up or anything. I'm just saying is that when Real Madrid go to Leipzig, those kind of things can happen with the bigger teams. I mean, that mystery is older than as football is. And the thing is, if that was Real Madrid, do you think the referee will go and have a look at the situation? Of course he would. Would he done it with Manchester City? Of course. With Liverpool, but Bayern Munich, with the big teams. But RB Leipzig, and that is one of the reasons. Imagine a team like Real Madrid coming to Leipzig, going 1-0 down so early. This would be a different, different story. Coming to the final, Real Madrid in the final, final, Bellingham is man of the match. Nobody will think of that goal in Leipzig. And that is a part of us as well. So we have to put this in the analyze of that game. That was unfair. And, and you know how unclear the situation was that even the match director, mm -hmm. They're showing replays, and they're not quite sure as to what is it that they're looking for in this yeah, replay. Good point. It, it's like they're going back, even later as the match went on, they're sort of having to go back to kind of clarify, I think this is what they're calling. There wasn't a whole lot of clarity as to what was being called. Now, in terms of, I think we, we all agree that we don't think Looning gets back to that ball, and so therefore should not have been an offside. But that's the subjective part of it, and that's the interpretation of a referee, and to the point that Craig is making, then allow the referee to go and see it if, and indeed make that interpretation, seeing the full picture and understanding why is it that this guy is in an offside position. And then you make that interpretation by watching it once again, like we got a chance to do it 20 minutes later, because it wasn't immediately that they made it clear as to what is it that what had happened in that sequence of play. The referee did not get that second chance. We did, and eventually you come to a conclusion. Well, I guess it's that little notch. I, I guess that's what they're giving. I don't know. I don't know that I would have given it myself, but that was the interpretation. And even I don't want to dwell on it, but oh, why not? <laughs> right. But you know, one of the problems. I tell you, one of the problems. Right. And and, and but there was a game here, and, and yeah. Ali's right. Real Madrid did not play well. We could have showed you those highlights again, differently with ten chances, decent, maybe six or seven decent chances for RB Leipzig, right? And Lunen making save after save after save. But let me tell you one of the issues here. UEFA do not want controversy. They don't. They don't want, they want to brush all these things aside when they're going, oh, just... And what's happening is, at these games, if you wonder how it operates, there will be a German host broadcaster, mm -hmm. but there will be UEFA delegates hovering over and around match directors and, 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 and whatnot, making sure that it's cleaned up as best possible. As if we're in the 1970s, right? And nobody's going to notice. And that's part of the problem. They almost tried to... Because we're all sitting there going, are we going to see a replay of this? I mean, we're going to, are we going to clear this up? And it took so long, and that's the problem. They don't want any controversy, particularly when it's the big teams. Yeah. And that's fact. 
They can argue all they want. That, no, 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 we just let it. We're the same for everybody. We just let, uh, we just let the directors cut the game. No, you don't. <laughs> we know you don't, and that's part of the problem. Yeah, they don't want controversy, but they're getting confusion. Marco Rosa, the manager, after, after the match, even said he kind of didn't get a proper explanation of, of what had happened. He did. You get, you, no, well, yeah, couldn't. you're not getting the goal. <laughs> no, no, uh, no, but they couldn't. I mean, if you go to the referee and ask him, why did you not give it? They will have no clue why we didn't get it. Because there were three different situations and they just put one, one, one and put all together to a decision. So, no, that was not fair. And uh, it's a part, big, big part of this, this result tonight for Arba Leipzig. And let's bring it back to Real Madrid. Obviously, Brahim Diaz gets a golazo. <coughs> He's been terrific. How yeah. much did they miss Jude Bellingham in this match? <laughs> Do you know, well, look, look. I mean... I mean, they didn't play their best. He, he was there over the weekend, and they, they wiped the floor with Girona. This, well, was, a, this it, was a much different team than we saw over the weekend. With look, you, you're going to make, taking Jude Bellingham out your side is going to have an effect. Mm. I don't think that's why they played the way they did. I think what they found at the weekend was a, a Girona team that were almost in awe of the position they were in and were slightly afraid and got outplayed and got tactically Ancelotti got it right. And we had a Leipzig th- side tonight that is a way more physical, got a lot more pace, I had a lot more energy, particularly in the middle of the park. And I think that it wasn't so much Bellingham but out. The fact that RB Leipzig actually did, until the final third, did a damn good job. Uh, and and we'll feel somewhat confident of going there and at least putting a show up and having a chance. I think they've given themselves enough within this game to say, we can go there and at least be competitive. Uh, but I don't think this was about Bellingham being in and out the side. I think it was about more than that. And to the point of Raheem Diaz and the fact that he scores the goal that he does, following El Derby against Atletico Madrid, where he scored a goal as well, he was asked about his performances and what it meant for the future for him and Real Madrid. And he essentially said, you know, if I get more minutes, this is the sort of stuff that I can do for this club. Well, because of the injury to Jude Bellingham, now he's presented with what is considered to be an opportunity, but it also all of a sudden becomes a responsibility because, indeed, you're taking the place of a player that has been the best player for Real Madrid and arguably the best player in the world this season in Jude Bellingham. And Brahim Diaz, whatever you may think of him as a player, today, in a moment of individual brilliance, is able to resolve an issue for Real Madrid. And what I thought was really critical from Brahim Diaz, he knows... He knows what the conversation is. And this celebration in which he puts his arms out the same way that Jude Bellingham does, it's almost as if to say, look, I'm not Jude, but I can do some of the, some of the same things that he does, yeah. or I can do what I, what I bring to this team, and I can do it well, and I can be productive. Give me a chance. Don't judge me before I'm out on the field and allow me to do the things that I'm capable of doing. And to be quite honest with you, he has indeed been very good for Carlo Ancelotti and, Ju- and, and Real Madrid in yeah. the absence of Jude Bellingham. Jan, go ahead. Yeah, no, take nothing away from that goal. I mean, we can talk about Jude all day, all night long, but that goal is brilliant. Uh, there were so many aspects to that game. Sometimes when we make the goal of the round or the goal of the month and everything, but that, the first trick is doing fantastic. I mean, the, the, the left back, or, or, or I believe he's still looking for to, a way to get out. Then is one or two touches at the opposition, he still managed to, to have the balance there. Then he comes into the, the danger area. Then he have to find that corner and he finds it. That was as good as goal as you will see all this week in every league in Europe. But it's not like it's a surprise from Brahim Diaz. It's been, been there for, mm-hmm. what, two to three months now at least? Where yeah, he comes off injured in this game too. Yeah, that's really unfortunate. And we saw at the end there the, the ice pack on the calf. If you're an extremely positive person, cramp, mm-hmm. but I don't think it is. It looks to me as if he's, the way that he pulled up, uh, that he's tweaked something in his calf and that's not going to be, anybody that's had a calf problem because your, your whole body weight goes through it and you're pushing off, I don't know, could be a couple of weeks, could be a month. So that, that's, that's a big blow for him. I, I suppose Real Madrid, but they've got other people that can come in, but it's a blow for a player who just looks like he's as confident as anybody pulling on a Real Madrid shirt, that he's going to be out for, uh, as I say, a short period now. We got three weeks till the second leg. You giving Leipzig any chance? I'm not. Uh, I just don't think that they go to Santiago Bernabeu and, and, and are able to match 
the history of Santiago Bernabeu and particularly the Champions League history of Santiago Bernabeu and Real Madrid and what that team becomes in that second leg when they're playing at home. We will see a much better ver version of Real Madrid at home. That crowd will get behind Real Madrid and the importance of that goal that was disallowed. If you go 1-1, I give you a fighter's chance. Going down, I, I, I just don't see it. Leipzig is a team that has to be able to score goals when are, are presented with the opportunities, and they haven't been able to do that over the course of the season. I think that changes in three weeks, and Real Madrid are better than what they were today. In the end, I think Real Madrid goes through. Jan, you agree? I do agree because at one nil down, that's one thing. Then you go to Santiago Bernabeu, that in your head you're two nil down. Then you have too re much respect for the players and Real Madrid at home. Then you're nearly three nil down. So I don't think this RB Leipzig team, with, with the lack of confidence they have in the Bundesliga, they had their shot. They, they didn't get it. They were not given. They didn't take their chances. So that is bye bye of Wiedersehen to one of the German teams. There we have it. Then uh, Brahim Diaz with the only goal of the game. The game winner is Real Madrid. Go to RB Leipzig in the first leg of the knockout round of the Champions League uh, and pick up a 1-0 victory. You can watch Real Madrid back in action on Sunday, taking on uh, Rayo Vallecano, a short road trip. So they'll be playing their city rivals there, 8 a.m. Eastern time on Sunday. That's the rest of the Match Day 25 slate for La Liga, which of course is available right here on ESPN+. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't a search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work, use Indeed for scheduling, screening and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash FC. Just go to Indeed.com slash FC right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on the podcast. Indeed.com slash FC, terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Did you know less than 10% of Americans own an e-bike? Here's why that should change. Studies show e-bike owners actually end up exercising more, plus getting outside more. If you're looking for a balanced lifestyle and everyday adventures, you need to check out Electric e-bikes. They are the number one selling e-bike brand in America. Their bikes are typically foldable, pre-assembled and have serious range up to 150 miles on some models. Check them out today at electricebikes.com and add some more adventure to your week. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-Bikes.com. Manchester City, 3-1 winners away against Copenhagen in the first leg of their round of 16 tie. Erling Haaland back in the starting 11 with Kevin De Bruyne. De Bruyne scored the first goal of the game 10 minutes in. Big mistake from Ederson, 34 minutes in. Magnus Matson leveling the match for Copenhagen before Silva scored just before the stroke of halftime. He'd come off injured, uh, as did Jack Grealish. Phil Foden with a goal in second half stoppage time to get to the final 3-1. If I might suggest a place to start for us, Kevin De Bruyne, spectacular today. Well, just getting better as he gets fitter and sharper after, what, missing half the season with injury. Uh, so, yeah, no surprise there. Phil Foden clearly has been in terrific form. Uh, last couple of months, getting better and better. Uh, where do you stop with City? I mean, I suppose the only thing would be they're winning, but I, I see some frustration, particularly early on in the game in, in Erling Haaland, and maybe Jan can touch on this, and that, that, that they do so much with the ball around the field from side to side, and he's making a lot of runs, and they, do, they, they don't like to force a pass. Uh, and they don't always look for that pass, and I think there is some frustration there for, from, from his perspective. He did get some chances in the second half, which was a little unfortunate, and the keeper made some saves. But, but yeah, he has to sort of almost bite his tongue sometimes, because as a striker, as, you know, Jan and Ali or no, a striker always thinks they've made the right run for the right pass, and it should, that should have been the ball. And he's making a lot of runs, but that's the way Man City play. Sometimes he's not really heavily involved, and as long as he can accept that, and it seems like he has pretty well, as long as he can accept that and he pops up and gets his quota goals in the big games at the right time, 
I don't think it'll be a problem, but certainly from a front man's perspective, I would imagine it could be pretty f frustrating. But look, Copenhagen, we got what we expected. You know, we've got Scott McKenna at the back, he used to play for Aberdeen. He's surplus requirements at Nottingham Forest, uh, who are in the bottom of the English Premier League. And here he is playing in the knockout stages of the Champions League. That's kind of where Copenhagen are compared to the best team in Europe. Right. Let's bring it back to Holland. Obviously, he didn't get on the score sheet today. Jan, what did you think of his performance? Oh, I think uh, Craig did good on that and telling us how he did in a game. It's a bit frustrating when you're doing all that those runs. Remember, he's been out for a long time. And I think that goalkeepers and strikers need some time to find that rhythm. Of course, it helped when you score two goals as he did against Everton on Saturday. And today as well, at the end there, it came through, the goalkeeper saved, and it was a bit frustrated standing behind the goal and thinking, wow, I have to get into the game again. Then he got a header and the keeper saved that as well. But I think there is no danger there. He will get, get in form, as will Manchester City. And I think, boys, if we saw Manchester City, the last 10-15 minutes of the game, they were desperate to get that 3-1. Why? Because that is so important for them, because this uh, next game against Copenhagen will be between Man Manchester United game and the Liverpool game. They can kind of plan it a bit. So, De Bruyne coming into form, Foden on fire at the moment. You have John Stones back, Erling Haaland, well statistically score a lot of goals coming into this so I think that with Haaland thing he just needs this game to get into to it but they have to find him again and I agree with Craig there were a couple of three times today they should have found him earlier but the, the, we had that part last season as well there were period where they, they couldn't find him right but as we saw against Everton De Bruyne passed to him the 2-0 the goal world class and, and that is exactly the point and that's why perhaps it's frustrating for Erling Haaland that Kevin De Bruyne finds him in the manner in which he did against Everton. And yeah, it's a through ball, but Erling Haaland essentially tells the defender, get off me, right? <coughs> get off me. Hit the weight room. You can't stay with me. You can't stay with this physicality, with this strength, with this speed. And there are multiple times in which he makes those runs that Craig and Jan have alluded to in which they just kind of, I'm going to give it. No, I'm not going to give it to him. You're going to go sideways. And, and so... If I'm Erling Haaland from the perspective of the striker and I just prove, as I've done time and time again, that if you put me in a 50-50 challenge with a defender and you just let me run and let me stretch my legs, I'm going to win most of those challenges. I'm going to get to that ball first and I'm going to create a chance for myself and I'm going to score a goal. I just did it this past week. And yet you, you still don't play me. That has to be frustrating because you, you cannot go, hold on. I've proven that you play me that ball, I'm going to score. What are, we doing, what are we doing here to do? To, what are we here? Do, we want to score a goal, right? So play me the through ball. If I, if I give you the run, play me the through ball. That's what I'm here for. Use me and use my assets. Use my skill. Use, use what I bring to this team. That sometimes, I think, can be frustrating. Not only for Erling Haaland. It's frustrating for me watching it because I, I am seeing the move of the striker and yet they don't use him properly. I still don't think that they use Erling Haaland to the best of his abilities. I don't want to be too picky on Manchester City. They did win 3-1 yeah. away. Well, and then pick them. The Ederson, the Ederson mistake. At that moment of the game, I know it's how they play, but like, why? It just seems like such an unnecessary risk. Have you noticed how all these teams play these days? There's, not, there's no point us sitting here saying, oh, kick it long. That, that ship has sailed. It's gone, right? It's sunk. They're just not doing it now. Is there a difference between, okay, he's not going to play it long, but he's going to play it right down the middle when well, he's up one nothing look, away look, in the look, Champions look, League, look, the game totally yeah, under control? Champions League final, five minutes to go, there's a different scenario, right? It, it would probably lump it up the field. But whether we like it or not, and back in the day, the goalkeeper lumped everything. Ask Shaka. Yeah. <laughs> Ask him. It, went, it was like a hot potato. It went as far away from the goal as possible. But the game has just changed. Whether we agree with these little instances in the game or not, I bet his manager's not in and addressing him saying, I, I told you to kill. Say, just be better. Take more care. It, it is what it is. Now, would that sympathy come along maybe in a much bigger game that's got more at stake if they were playing Real Madrid or whatever? Maybe not. But we just have to accept that mistakes are, are going to happen. And it's across the board. It's, a, it's almost across the board now with, with all the goalkeepers at every club and every league. And to your question, and to Seb, is it the moment of the game call for something different because you allow this, the fan and you allow Copenhagen to get into a game that they were not a part of. And 
you gave them the life. And if I were to be critical of Manchester City, I would say that this season, if there is something that you can point at, is so many different types of mistakes that they have made in the defensive half that allows teams into games that you were in full control of. And you think of Crystal Palace, for example. Crystal Palace should not be playing on the same field with Manchester yeah, exactly. City. And, and yet it has happened. So you, you want to clean this up if you're Manchester City. You want to clean it up in Champions League. You want to clean it up in the Premier League as well. Because those are the only reasons as to why this team won't achieve the things that they want to achieve, and they should be good enough to achieve this season. The fact that they continue to make these little silly mistakes that we kind of, kind of brush under the, under, the, under the table and under the rug because they go on to win matches, but it, that should not be the case, certainly not late into, this late into the but, season. But, but we have to put, a, first of all, Edison has the best foot of all goalkeepers in the world. I mean, he is a, has a fantastic foot. Pep Guardiola will say that if he does one mistake, it, it will add up to all the things that open up from the back. And I'm with Craig. That ship has sailed. I sometimes, I see so many football games and I see in every round uh, uh, teams concede playing out from the back. But Manchester City, well, they can do their mistakes. And as long as they do that in Copenhagen, that, that won't be a problem. And I can't, I, yes, you can say that's the only way you can concede goals. Uh, being Manchester City, but they've been a bit sloppy before they started with this unbelievable run uh, that they're in uh, at the moment. So, but Edison, they will do it. And I, I'm with Craig that he, Pep Guardiola will say to him, well, next time do that pass better, not lump it up to a big striker from Norway without teeth. And I'm speaking of me in the 90s. <laughs> uh, one last thing on City, I guess the injuries, Grealish, Bernardo Silva, how significant could those be? Obviously, maybe not for the second leg of this, but looking at what's coming in the Premier League and beyond? Great players. But I've, I've, I've been saying for weeks now, you, you need not look at the City lineup and worry. Hmm. You look at the other teams and you go, oh. unless they get six or seven injuries to real, the real stars, you looked at the bench in the last two or three games and, and whether he plays Oscar Bob, who the youngster who's been brilliant, whether he plays... You know, any of these guys, Rico Lewis or, or any of them, uh, I, I don't really think at this stage of the season it's going to have uh, too much effect. Great players, particularly Bernardo Silva, who's played a huge part. Uh, said, but the one thing I don't do when City are playing at the moment is, is look at the starting 11 because they've probably got about a starting 18 or 19 that can all come in and are quality footballers to... I don't think it's going to I affect think, them. I think, Craig, the only thing that can avoid Manchester City in terms of injuries, if something happened to Rodri, we know that. If something happened to Haaland, if something happened to De Bruyne, the rest is replaceable, if that's an English word for it, because they have the, the broad squad that they do. But to win one or two or three titles, my, I, my, my view is that they have to keep these three players not only fit, they have to keep them in form. Well, they've had De Bruyne out, as you know, Jan, and they've had Haaland out at times this season, and they've coped. Julian Alvarez has been fantastic. What, a, too, yeah. Yeah. what a signing he's been. When he came in, uh, was it River Plate he came? Yes. When he comes in from River Plate, yeah. you're thinking, he's going to sit in the bench, but he's just he's been so good for them. I mean, he was a World Cup winner, for God's sake. But it's tough getting in this city side. Ask, ask Calvin Phillips and other players. Riyad Mahrez, it took him a while to get in the side, and then he, he, he was brilliant before he hot-footed it to, to Saudi Arabia. But out of those three players you mentioned, they've coped without two of them admirably. Mm -hmm. I don't think, actually, I don't think they cope without Rodri. Mm. He's the one. For he's a sustained period, I think he's the best all-round midfielder, defensive side of it, but all-round in world football at the moment. I, I just don't think there's anybody can do what that guy does on a consistent basis, and certainly City don't have that player. Yeah, you talk about that depth at City. I mean, Julian Alvarez didn't even get off the bench in this game, and they had two injuries in attack. So that's the kind of bench that Pep Guardiola has. Plenty more on the Champions League, both these games and tomorrow's matches as well. Oh, I on see. The next Gil edition is in the big chair. I love how they move. Of the Gab and Jules show, uh, the latest edition, as you can see, featured Stuart Robson. Oh. Not sure who will be on this week's edition, but don't miss it. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. 
You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Bayern Munich destroyed by Bayer Leverkusen over the weekend. Here's what Thomas Tuchel, the manager, has to say about his current situation. Quote, no, I don't feel any growing pressure. The pressure is a great privilege. It's a sporting pressure. This has never been different. It is necessary to remain self-confident. It is necessary to be self-critical. The louder the noise becomes and the stronger the so-called pressure becomes, the more important it is to stay calm. This amid reports that uh, one Bayern Munich are going to give him uh, at least until the summer, and also that Barcelona are potentially interested Mm. in hiring uh, Thomas Tuchel. Jan, I'll start with you. What do you make of what Tuchel says there, and just generally the spot he finds himself in at Bayern? Uh, I guess you want me to uh, translate what he's saying between the lines. I mean, he said the right things. He says this before a Champions League game. Uh, Will Tuchel be fired. Uh, it, could, it will be fired in the summer if they don't win the title. Uh, he will be, I think he will be fired on a short term if, if they don't knock out, knock out uh, Lazio. Uh, then he will be gone. Uh, there is a growing pressure. Uh, and I think that Thomas Tuchel, is, uh, he has this self-discipline. Uh, he is that kind of man. He believes in what he's doing. But if you go to Bayern, if you saw that game, and, and we all did, we, we didn't see a Bayern team being out there. We saw 11 Bayern players running around. And Leverkusen, did they play a world-class game? No, they played a good game. But they were good organized. You see what they tried to do. And you didn't see that by Bayern. And if you see the players in this team, Kane, we didn't see him. Muciala, we didn't see him. That three at the back with, with Kim, Dyer and Upamakano didn't work. Why should it? Dyer wasn't even close to a starting eleven at Tottenham. And suddenly he should be the main man. Delict on the bench, sitting there. I'm top fit, he says. I want to play. No, 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 uh, Tuchel says. You have a small injury. Joshua Kimmich, the same. He hasn't found his team. And what we do know about Bayern is that they don't wait too long. And they're telling us they will wait a bit longer. That's what they are telling us at the moment. And, um, yeah, we'll see how how things are going now in the Champions League. If the the reports there are to be believed, is it the right call? Keep them around till summer? Not if they go out in this two-legged tie. They'll fire them, as Jan said. And at the moment, there's no sign they're going to chase this Leverkusen side down. Quite, Quite the opposite. It wasn't just the Leverkusen game, it was the Gladbach game the week before, it was the Augsburg game the week before, uh, where they clambered to, to get three points. And then the team set up that I know when we came in at the weekend, Ali and Kay were covering the game. It was the first thing when, when I walked in the office, they went, he's, he's making all these changes, he's, he's trying to second guess. And whenever a manager's doing that, I always think they're searching. They're just not sure about their original plan and they're searching, they're worried about what other teams are doing. Lazio, I think, what are they, the eighth in, in, in Serie A? They're not exactly uh, the hottest property in town. And so that maybe adds even, even well, it might add more pressure, but it adds an extra element of pressure here. And, and yeah, if he wins these games and goes into the next round, he probably soldiers on. But I, I just feel he's, he's a one really bad result or a couple of bad results away from Jan's favourite people at the top at Bayern <laughs> just making uh, another decision and saying, you're out. One of the biggest issues that Thomas Suchel has right now, and and Jan touched upon it, is that he doesn't know what his best team is. He doesn't know what his best 11 is. And now, apparently, we don't know what his best formation is because in the most important game of the season, he decided to change it to try to match Bayer Leverkusen, which is a concession in saying our best, whatever we've done up until this point, is not good enough to beat Bayer Leverkusen, so we're going to change. 
The other issue that he's got going on is the context of Bayer Leverkusen and Xavi Alonso in particular and the impact that a manager can have on a team, the positive impact that a manager can have on a team. So when you compare the impact of Xavi Alonso on Bayer Leverkusen that on paper is lesser players than those that are available to Thomas Tuchel and Bayern Munich and then you put that in the contrast and in the context of the conversation, you say, hold on a second. How come Xavi Alonso is able to find identity, is able to find a team, is able to build a group, a group that enjoys playing together, a group that knows what they're doing, that have an identity, and you haven't been able to do that. You're Thomas Tuchel, you're Champions League winner. You got all this budget, you got all these players available to you, and yet you're unable to put a team on the field that you can trust to go into Bayer Leverkusen and at the very least be competitive. That's embarrassing. He got two of the best players in Europe in the summer. Mm -hmm in Kim and Harry Kane and their respective positions. Do you know the other problem he's got? He's going to, go, he's going to have to go, into the, uh, go to the well here uh, under pressure and he might have to go back to players that they, those players know he doesn't fancy them. And he's already done it with Goretzka, who was out of the team. Goretzka knows he doesn't really fancy him. Joshua Kimmich didn't play at the weekend. He's had a shoulder injury, I know, but it's been very public that Thomas Tuchel, and I think Kimmich is a really good player, but Thomas Tuchel doesn't think he can put <coughs> that number six role mm -hmm. in front. So he's made it clear. So he may have to... Uh, Matthias Delecht, whether he plays yeah. or not, it's crystal clear when Eric Dyer comes in and he plays three centre-backs and you're not there, that he doesn't fancy. So he's got all these players, but particularly in the middle of the park where it's key that he might have to go back to Goretzka and Kimmich, and I know Goretzka played at the weekend, not alone, but not very well, uh, and say to those players, I need you to do it for me. And, and Kimmich has been out and said, well, I rushed to get myself fit and I worked hard to get fit and over this injury, but the manager made a decision, he didn't play me. And so that's an, an added layer for Thomas Tuchel, that these guys know that this manager, let's be honest, isn't really batting for them. First leg between Lazio and Bayern Munich Wednesday in Rome. Let's take a look at the predictions, see what everybody's picking for this match. Round of 16, first leg. All right, so... Everybody's picking Bayern to advance. Yep. Craig and Jan got a draw in the first leg. Ale, you got Bayern winning 1-0. All right, those are the predictions for the round of 16. Let's take a look at the odds mm. overall to win the Champions League. What's interesting here and something see we've these discussed. Odds, see these odds to me. Mm -hmm. right. Go on. <laughs> I don't want to say Forget too much. Forget my intro. No, no, please. <laughs> well, I, I, I don't want to say too much because I've just seen the ESPN bet at the Oh, here we go. Corporate pride. Right. Bring it back then. Nice and, Roll it back. And, and my days of well and truly slandering the odds <laughs> are over. Yes. <laughs> but yeah. no, I don't agree with... Uh, there, I mean, you, the other day it was who was it? Who was in there the other day? Somebody was it Bayern Munich? It was still in there. The yeah, other day. yeah, they were second. second they were still there. And Saturday morning. Mm -hmm. They were still there on Saturday afternoon after the defeat. Mm -hmm. And when we did the live show on Saturday evening, the FC show, they were still there. It's almost like they're paying money mm -hmm. to be number two <laughs> because they are not at they are not at the moment second for I mean you get a few players back for Real Madrid and Real Madrid hop over the top of them straight away. Jan, what do you think? You see any chance Byron turn things around and maybe go on a run that would make them worthy of that second favorite status? I think that Bayern, in the earlier, I, I would think that they have a solid fundament to be up there. Uh, but I would be, say, City and Real Madrid way ahead of Bayern at the moment. They have to sort out so many things. And I think what, when you see Real Madrid, you know how they want to play. You see Manchester City, you know how they want to play. And unbelievable enough, you, you, you see a Bayern team that have no clue how they want to play. And I think they will do enough to do Lazio. But I will put a, a little, little red flag also for, for Bayern there because this is not done by. A club like Bayern, when they finally go down, they go big time down. Mm. So this game tomorrow, very, very important for them, not only to get a good result, but to get the ship sailing again. Because when the, the, that's going on in Bayern, they, they're getting with all the candidates now. They, they say, Mourinho learning German. They have Flick living next door to, I'm not saying not next door to Alice, but next door, door to Uli Hoeneß. So these are all kind of speculations now in and around the club. And there's only one way to stop that is to get results. So that's why this game against Lazio is major, not only for Bayern, but also for Thomas Tuchel. 
whether it's players or tactics, like what's the one thing you would change if you were Bayern Munich heading into this match from what we saw over the weekend? Okay. Attitude. Team attitude. Individual attitude. Guys like Leroy Sané. Uh-uh. Can't win with those guys. Honestly. In, in, in game. I mean, is that on Tuchel or is that on the players? Well, at, at some point, the players have to be Thomas Muller came out and kind of defended Tuchel. He said, well, you know, players at, have to be. At some point, the players have to be accountable here. At some point, the players ha- also have to deliver. Because, and this is something, a discussion that we had over the weekend, is that we may not agree with the tactics of Thomas Tuchel in changing the shape of the team. And it may not have been the best decision. In fact, it wasn't. But when it comes to winning challenges, when it comes to winning duels, when it comes to winning a 50-50 ball, it has nothing to do with tactics. It has everything to do with desire of individuals. And we didn't see enough of that in a game that truly mattered that was a season-defining match from individual players in Bayern Munich. And it's not just... Because it's easy to look at Alexander Pavlovich and say, yeah, let's pick on the 19-year-old because apparently he's the reason that they lost. No. There is a, a myriad of names, big-name players in this team that simply did not show up, didn't show up yeah. in the biggest game of the season. And so, yes, Thomas Tuchel, he's going to obviously carry the brunt of the criticism because he set his team out there and he put out the players that he thought trusted the players to put out a performance, and they didn't. But what about those guys that were out there that did not compete at the level that is expected of Bayern Munich? Those are the guys that now have to show a better attitude and aggression and intensity that they not show against Bayer Leverkusen. Again, Bayern Munich against Lazio, first leg Wednesday in Rome. Also Wednesday, first leg between PSG and Real Sociedad. This first leg in Paris. Take a look at the predictions here. Okay, we got Craig and Ale picking PSG to win the first leg and advance. Jan picking a first leg draw. And Real Sociedad to advance. Uh, so going against not just Craig and Ali, but the... Well, I, must, I think he goes to San Sebastian on his holiday. Yeah, absolutely. Going against the odds yep. makers as well there. Jan, what do you know that we don't? I follow this group very closely as I followed Salzburg. I saw a Sociedad team. Yes, they're not flying in La Liga, but I saw them being first in a group ahead of Inter. It's very solid team. Uh, PSG, will they be a team? Which, will they turn up as a team? I'm not sure of that. I'm quite clear that Real Sociedad will knock out PSG. Mm-hmm. The question Jan raises there, will PSG turn up as a team? I feel like that's a little bit Mbappe rumor related. You think that could have any impact either on him or on the dressing room? Because he's, he's obviously a, a huge player for the team, thinking he might have a foot out the door. I would imagine could have an impact. I think it's well defined by now that PSG is Mbappe and 10 more and 10 other players. And so it really depends on the level of Kylian Mbappe. It it, it really does. Uh, Can we argue, sit here and argue that PSG is a team per se? No, they're not. They really aren't. And and they're going to get exposed eventually for that. But I don't think that they'll get exposed by Real Sociedad, not because of something spectacular that PSG is going to do on the field, but because Real Sociedad haven't been playing well and to, to the point that they haven't scored a goal in four matches and they have real, real difficulties in scoring goals. Yes, they have players that can possess the ball and Take Kubo has been really good for them and they have, and, and they have players through the midfield with Mekil Merino, uh, Oyarzabal. Yes, players that are good up to a point. But when it comes to scoring goals proven by their latter performances, as I mentioned, they haven't scored a goal in four matches, it just, they're just having a really difficult time putting the ball in the back of the net. And you're going to have to do that if indeed you're going to beat PSG, because I do think that PSG has goals in them, even if it is just through Kylian Mbappe. If this game had been two or three months ago, mm-hmm. I would have been a bit more on the fence, because Real Sociedad in the first half of the season, whilst not always getting the results, played some really good stuff. I mean, they lost. I go back to the game they lost. I think I think it was they lost to a late Ronald Araujo goal for Barcelona. Uh, what an absolute lesson they gave Barcelona down in San Sebastian that night, and they were flying at the time. But as Ali said, since this sort of winter break, uh, they haven't won in five. Uh, they drawn three and lost one. They've just lost a little bit of impetus. They should have lost in Girona. Uh, it was a very controversial incident a, a week or two ago. They've just lacked. They're a little bit like Aston Villa to me in the Premier League where everything was going great for them. They were the, the, a bit of a long shot to get in and get amongst it. 
and they've just lost a little bit of their intensity and I don't see them getting that back. As I say, if it was two or three months ago, I think for me, this was a much more 50-50 tie. But I think uh, Real Sociedad recently have just not played as well and I think for that point that uh, Paris Saint-Germain with Mbappe, who I do hear there's reports that this Real Madrid yeah. thing mm-hmm. might not Doubts. quite is oh. cut and dry. Oh. And I'm just no. I don't want to go no. there. I didn't want to go there. But I, I felt I had to. Stirring the pot. There he is. What is happening? Maybe we'll discuss that more on tomorrow's edition of oh, ESPN FC. Surely we'll be yay. talking about All right, hold on. Are you producing this as well as presenting it now? Uh, yes, sir. I mean... Are you on tomorrow? Say the word. I'm glad to. No, Are you on tomorrow? Uh, K- K- well, get it off your chest now. <laughs> Come on. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Celebrations always right at the top of your to-do list, Craig. This is the AFCON championship celebration. Ivory Coast at home, winning over the weekend, beating Nigeria. Are you suggesting I don't celebrate? Uh, I bet you do celebrate. Not like these players, though, who are not just given cash, apparently also given villas as part of their bonus. Okay. There we go. I mean, <laughs> I'm sorry, what? That's pretty good, huh? The tax-free villas? Are we, uh, are we going down a, a, a rocky road here? <laughs> Don't forget the cash. Don't forget the cash. Speaking of cash, took a lot of it to bring over Rachel Kundananji. She's a Zambian attacker who played for Real Madrid, signing with Bay FC of the NWSL, excuse me, uh, Madrid CCF, for a women's world record fee of nearly three quarters, just over three quarters of a million dollars. So Bay FC loading up with talent. Kundanaji joins uh, as does Dana Castellanos from Manchester City, Oshawala from Barcelona. There, Dana uh, Castellanos is from, That's right. right. Vamos Venezuela right there. Vamos Venezuela! We'll continue the right. build-up to believe the it. NWSL regular season on the next edition of Football Americas as well ah. as the CONCACAF W Gold Cup coming up. All that ah. Thursday. You, you forced that promotion in, didn't you? You're going back to Washington. That's if I was the production. You're going back to DC tomorrow. I am. I am. Hopefully, let's see. That's a celebration. (laughs) That'll do it for us here in the ESPN FC studios. Don't go far though. Extra time starting (laughs) right now. Ah, just uh, hold the graphic. Hold the. Oh, hold the graphic. He was going to get up. What? Jan, Ale, Craig here in the studios with me. I'll be honest. If you got up. And went over there and walked, and that chair was empty. I, I don't really think anybody would have noticed the difference. No? Why? Because I'm so slim? <laughs> uh-huh. I'm, I'm told the questions here on Extra Time have been emailed in. Okay, but you're not going to greet the people? Hey there, everybody. Hey, Welcome we into go. this edition All right. of Extra audience. Time. Hey there, buddy. Hey, know your audience. Yes. Um, okay, so Norwegian Racing Fish, we Very know our fast. audience. No, 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 <laughs> no. That's <laughs> our first yeah, question. No, we're not, we're not. How have Madrid overcome injury after injury? Will this Brahim injury be too difficult to overcome? What do you think, Ali? Well, well oh. all right. You'll get your chance, Jan. Hold on. Okay. No, no, no. Is the Norwegian Racing I, I, Fish is I, quick. I, 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 th- I think it was to me, and that was just the headline. But it's, but it's so it's so long time since I was a working doctor, so I give that to Al. Okay. <coughs> uh, for, it, it helps to have depth. Mm-hmm. It also helps that you have a manager that doesn't panic, a manager that has plenty of experience and knows how to manipulate players into certain roles that perhaps they wouldn't be nearly as comfortable and so take the case of Chuameni who look had never played center back but Carlo Ancelotti says you can play center back for us and this is how you're going to do it and has become important to the point to where every time that Chuameni has played center back Real Madrid has have allowed how many goals set zero 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 goals and so Look, he's not a center back and yet he does a job. And, and Carvajal, when he was asked to play a center back, did a job. It's not ideal, but I think we see many managers, and we mentioned Thomas Suchel, one of them, that makes excuses after excuses after excuses. And it's very quick to point what players we don't have available, what players are missing. 
Carlo Ancelotti doesn't even address it. He just goes on with the next guy, and that next guy seems to do a job. As it pertains to Ibrahim Diaz, he, in a post-game interview, they asked him about it. He said, I'm good. It's okay. It's fine. We'll see if that's indeed the case. We'll see if Ibrahim Diaz, the doctor, is as good as Ibrahim Diaz, the player. To your point about uh, Real Madrid, man, to beat the second-best team with... Out one of your top four center backs, like not a natural center back, that's mm -hmm. probably somewhere between depth and uh, good managing. Contrast that to Barcelona. I had Felix Magath as a coach in Eintracht Frankfurt, and he made it easier. Not like Angelotti. Felix Magath decided who was injured or not. So if you asked, <laughs> if, you, if, you, if you said to Felix, you were injured, he would say, no, you're not. Okay. Uh, and then uh, I, I had a rule that this is like 20 years ago. We had a rule if you're injured, you have to run around the pitch as long as we were training. And we trained a long time. And I that had an safe. Yeah, yeah, very safe. I had an Austrian teammate and he couldn't hardly walk. And he was running around like very, very slowly for two hours. Well done. Well done. Good way I, had to save money I, had for the club. I had a manager once who it, 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 it seemed knew more than any of the physios. Really? Because no matter what you had, <laughs> You told him what you had, and he'd had it, and he told you how long you're going to be out for. So I got a little, <laughs> little uh, problem on the outside in my knee, medial bit of cartilage. You went after that three weeks. Craig, remember we had a physiotherapist, the two of us, called Bob, and whatever you told yeah. him you had, he said it was back. something wrong with your back. Yeah, <laughs> All the time. Bob Ward, great guy. He was at Chelsea, came from Blackpool, yeah. was at Chelsea, years, went to Middlesbrough when Jan was there. And no matter what you went to Wardy with, mm -hmm. God, I hope he doesn't see this. <laughs> oh, Wardy, he's a lovely guy. Back. He's a lovely guy. Oh, he's a great guy, Bob. Bob. Bro Bob, me big toe. Back. <laughs> Bob, I've got a headache. Come back. Back. <laughs> but actually, to be honest with you, he wasn't far off it. No, he wasn't. Almost everything. Not everything. Most of the injuries somehow related to the back. About, yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't your know. Pelvis, right? Break I, it down. Go ahead. Like, your, pelvic, your pelvis has a big impact in the ho your whole body. Okay. All right. Let's move I, away I from am, the pelvis. I have told him. I, I, I was just going to say, I told this story before, so I will make it short. But I came to Swindon Town in the Premier League. We had a physiotherapist. And I, when I was in his room, he had a book about knee injuries from 1937. <laughs> 1937. And I asked him, what is this all about? And he said, Nah, it hasn't changed a lot. It hasn't changed a lot. <laughs> they, they shot you in 1937. Yeah, I think it's safe to say, Seb, that the uh, progress has been yes. sub <laughs> substantial in, in that field. Even from your guys' playing day, which of course was not that long ago. For oh, yeah, Craig, result now, you know. how impressive has Lunin been for Real Madrid? Was it a mistake for the club to sign Kepa? Mm. Well, no, well, no, but it wasn't a mistake because they, they need, if something happens to Lunin, they need somebody unless they haven't got anybody else. But they signed him, they signed Kepa to play. He's just not proven good enough or strong enough be the Atleti game, which is the game that has seen him be, uh, I think it was the Copa del Rey game that has seen him been, been dropped for Lunin and Lunin's come in and again today made some good saves. I don't think either of them are what you would call top number one for Real Madrid, i.e., you know, uh, Courtois, right? Courtois, even Ter Stegen. It was the semi-final of the Super Copa when uh, Kepa went off. Oh, it was the Super Copa, yeah, 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 not the Copa. Yeah. 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 yeah, Kepa went up the six foot six, and he got sort of bundled and he. Correct. So, yeah, I mean, he's been Kepa's been off the boil now since he had that run in with Sari mm -hmm. at the Cup final a few years ago. <laughs> oh, that For those listening oh, on the podcast, we just had a uh, that worked well. invasion from the stage crew. <laughs> that was the uh, <laughs> that was, uh, it's, it's, question it's, delivery here. Uh, on uh, time. But she was quick. No, she was no, quick. No, oh, no, I would. You might, as, you might as well come on camera now. <laughs> you know the thing is, the lens is in the front of the camera. As a camera person, I thought you'd have known that. You might as well come on camera now. <laughs> That's brilliant. <laughs> oh, she doesn't want to come on. That's alright, it's only extra time. <laughs> Wouldn't matter if it was a live show. Well, yeah, yeah, I mean, well, we, you we, were on camera. We'd so we'd so we'd <laughs> you on. That's your fault, Seb. My fault. <laughs> Somehow. <laughs> I, thought, I thought you were directing this show. Producing. <laughs> sorry. My, sorry my Can't bad. do it all, Alec. Like all right. My bad. Can't do it all. <laughs> Don't, Hutchison. So was it your fault we came on air slightly late today? 
Uh, Who are we blaming? Because you know we like to play the blame game. We have to blame. I'm going to blame the media. I'm not blaming any of our. I'm not going to blame any of our technical partners. No, definitely, we're not going to throw out any names of any companies that are involved. So. <laughs> uh, producer Mike is the one who's falling on the sword. Today. Oh, producer LA Mike. <laughs> you seem to fall on that sword quite. Uh, yeah, it's a. It's true. Well, the other producer that was supposed to be producing today. Let's see, he's still working on the snowblower or shoveling he, out. He or couldn't what? even. He 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 mailed it in yesterday. There wasn't even a there wasn't even a flake of snow <laughs> in the air, and he'd already mailed it in. <laughs> Old Mystic Pete. <laughs> Mystic Pete. Ah, <laughs> oh, there's going to be 12 inches. Ah, oh, I can't come in. You must produce oh, from yeah. Los Angeles. Okay. <laughs> Hope he's watching this. Jan, what's your favourite place to watch a Champions League I'm match? I'm in tomorrow. As a Not journalist. Ah, <laughs> uh, good question. Uh, that has to be a hotel near to the stadium. Check. You can walk to the stadium, maybe. After the game, you can go to a restaurant around this, uh, the stadium. So I will say I've been a many, many times doing the Champions League is must be Madrid. Because you're just mm. living up the road, you're walking down to Santiago Bernabeu, great stadium with all the tradition, great football team. And after the game, you find a good restaurant four or five minutes from the stadium. So that's for me, Madrid and Santiago Bernabeu. Mm. Madrid is just great to visit, period. Yeah, I don't Yeah, I've period. Been, been to Barcelona. Never not, been to Madrid? No, I've never been to the city of Madrid. I've been okay. to the city of Barcelona, not the, not the camp now. I've never actually been to Madrid, but... Uh, you will love it. You will love it. Yeah, I know. I would like. I would. Can any of you two smell bleach? I know it's a very random thing to say. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what's Can happening you smell in the studio. What, is, what happened? If Craig doesn't show up tomorrow. You know what happened. Suddenly we're going to start googling. We went from going to Madrid to smelling bleach. But I, there's a real smelly bleach here, and I know I, I, it's me. Mm. Well. It's but I'm wondering if you two smelled it. We've had worse show. smells in this studio. <laughs> I, can, can you I, can, smell? I can smell anything, Craig. Nothing. Can you smell it in Norway, Jan? Because no, no, I tell you where I it can't. is, I didn't know, I I didn't know if you two could smell bleach. i tell you why. Because I was bleaching some stuff in the kitchen today in the sink and the, the stench is still even is on, my, uh, on my hands. Yeah. It's very yeah, strong. Yeah. I didn't know if you could smell it. <laughs> Thank you for bringing that up. It Thank really you. helped with the flow. Well, it's just in Thank case you. during the show you were going, it's very, <laughs> very bleachy here. Yeah, if the viewers at home, if they smell it, you want it. You want it. Yeah. I've been ble bleaching because I'm doing all the chores at the moment. So. Shall we get to the last one here? Oh, is that why you brought it up? You want to pat yourself on the very. back for doing the chores at the moment? Is that, that was all? A whole roundabout, just to listen. See that forehead? Yes. See, look at the writing. Modern man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Progressive man. Yes. Progressive oh, man. Renaissance. Renaissance man. I know there's plenty of room in that forehead <laughs> to write. You could write modern man and then a couple of sentences below it. Yeah, I was doing that. I was out shoveling snow. Everything today. Everything. But I'm bleaching, very, shoveling very snow. Very bleachy. Yeah. Yeah. Harry Kane has never won queen. a Harry Kane has never won a club trophy. And Kingsley Coman has never had a trophyless season. Whose streak ends first? <laughs> Good oh, question. Well, oh. I, I would say Kingsley Coman. Kingsley Coman ends first. Mm. How? Mm. Well, because if he hasn't had a trophyless season, right. the point is that Bayern Munich is not winning anything this season. They're not winning Bundesliga and they're not winning Champions League. Sure, so Harry Kane's streak will survive. Correct. This season. So it's Kinsley Coman. He, he, his trophyless uh, streak is over. Yes. But but Harry Kane will win something. Yeah, but here's the deal. Next year. Go on, yeah. Now, here, here's the deal. You sign Harry Kane. He's scoring for fun. He's on... He can beat the unbeatable record of Rob Lewandowski, who beat an unbeatable record of Gert Müller. So, when the journalist and some pundit is looking for the reason why Bayern is not winning, who are you going to call? Harry Kane. And I mean, it's not even funny, is it? I mean, it's not even funny because they're using Harry Kane, who have saved him more or less all season. But, to be fair, they have a point, haven't they? <laughs> I thought Yam was going to say Ghostbusters there. Who are you going to call? Ghostbusters. Bleach, but it went, you know, because whatever happens this year. Bleachbusters. Bleachbusters. It's not going to be. Uh, very white. Say what? Very clean, though. Yes, yeah, very on clean. The podcast would be wondering what the. Does, uh, yeah, that's stupid. What? They don't do that anyway? No. You know, even if the worst case scenario happens this year, they won't, they're unlikely to win the Champions League. Doesn't look like they're going to win Bundesliga. You never know. If Leverkusen is a, Leverkusen are successful, you know the chances are he's going to move on. 
Right. Can't be Alonso. Um, the chances are that Harry Kane will return eventually from Bayern having won something. <laughs> now, otherwise, he's the unluckiest man. Yeah, that, that would really be <laughs> a story. Spends two or three years at Bayern. Three years to Bayern. Yeah. <laughs> After they won the league, what, 11 times on the trot, going for number 12 this year. All right, uh, that'll do it for us here in the ESPN FC studios. Thanks for sending in your questions. Thanks to Jan for hanging out with us. Thanks to you guys for being such great company. And clean, clean, clean company. Clean company. Any questions Good about smelling bleach. company? What more do you Send want? Send your bleach questions tomorrow. We'll see you tomorrow back here on ESPN FC. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate is to not search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com FC. Just go to Indeed.com FC right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com FC. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 